You're tuned in to the Big Shiny Podcast. You can find new episodes every week on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what you hear, make sure to rate us on iTunes and tell your friends. Hey guys, this is Tom. What's up guys, this is Kylie. This is Nick. Hey, this is Lucas. And this is Tyson. You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. in college i had a roommate i didn't come home he passed out on my bed and got bit by a brown recluse in your bed in my bed i didn't stay there the rest of the year <laughs> did you see that gif on reddit it was um some guy I'm sorry that what shut the fuck up <laughs> it was uh um a guy on his monitor he, his um pointer that. was moving and there was like a little brown spider on there and the spider was like chasing the the pointer i was like ah nope click right out of that yeah. that's I awesome saw when i went to chicago he still has like a scar sure like, just a dead crater of skin it's oh, been like 10 off, years spiders yeah. brown recluse <laughs> yeah not cool mm. have you seen did I you see that, that like that spider. park that was covered in spider webs like this girl and her boyfriend are playing pokemon go and they oh, stumbled oh. The, the, whole part, the whole oh, park, the whole park, covered in spider webs. I've seen that before, not like this go <gasps> one, but no, thank you. Well, like what I saw nesting. was like a picnic table. It, it, and was, it was just completely draped. It's in that park, oh, yeah, and the rest of the park is just covered in spider webs. So Do you guys want to go to that spider fest in Antelope Island? Yeah, yeah they have spider fest. I think I'm going out for that. Are you really? Yeah, Trish runs it. Yeah, I know she does, but I'm like, nope. I'll see if Ryan wants to go. The that back was... doors on your car don't work. They used to do concerts at at the Minnesota Zoo. (laughs) Oh, really? In like the bird sanctuary. And so I went to some jam band and ate a bunch of mushrooms and wandered off to go smoke pot and like went into like off the path, you know, and got covered in spider webs Uh! and like lost my shit like thought i wandered into a spider exhibit and could not get normal like had to leave the concert and just shower for a while (laughs) no thank you that sounds awful yeah it was not i'm not into spiders i don't think most normal people are yeah like snakes whatever i don't care i don't like snakes either well then why don't you go find that python yeah go find that python make my wife a lot happier if it was cut it was captured it's a python like (laughs) what is it gonna do (laughs) No, no, like, oh. it is a python. I'm going to leave it alone. Like, just like, like, this is your house now. Yeah. yeah, like... I'm all over that. That's fine. We, we had, like, a baby rattlesnake at the treatment center. Oh, that's like, trouble. Just, it it was fine. Like, I didn't know what to do. I just stood there for, like, 20 minutes. And then I finally got, like, a 10-foot stick and just kind of... Just go away. <laughs> yeah, don't and do it that. And scurried off. It was fine. It was just a little little guy. Yeah, those are the dangerous ones, though. Yeah. yeah they, they don't know how much venom to do, so they, oh. just, they just overload you. Well, now you know. Did you watch it the new out. the new Pee Wee movie <laughs> on Netflix? Yeah. Yes. Yes. That part where he goes to the yeah. oh my god, and his scream for like the next five minutes, I died laughing. But you're here now. I'm a ghost. <laughs> Speaking of ghosts, yeah, let's record the next oh, episode. Uh-huh. It's been recording for the last five minutes. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. All right. All right.
Um, I mean, Ghostbusters finally came out, and I got to go on a trip and everything. How, what, how why don't you tell us about your trip? It was incredible. Um, so let me, I'm going to preface this story please do. by your friend frantically messaging me. And me. Oh, really? He's like, <laughs> I cannot get a hold of Lucas. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. I think he's camping. And I'm like, who died? Yeah, I was like, like, everything okay, man? Can I help you with something? And I'm like, I'll text his girlfriend. But of course, she's not going to text me back. And she never did. She was also camping. I know. Um, so I never found out if you guys were alive or dead. Yeah, I got some weird message from him saying, call me immediately, which never happens from Colton. Because, like, why the fuck would he say that to me? So I thought, <laughs> I honestly thought, like, man. found a real ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, either, either A, he found a real ghost, or Bill Murray died. Like, one of those two things Holy happened. Holy shit. Oh, shit. I thought that was, it was one of those two things. But, uh, no, he was said that. We were invited, our Ghostbuster group that he runs was invited out to L.A. for the red carpet premiere. And um, luckily, he thought and gave me two spots. He's like, well, I figured you'd want to go. And anyway, so we got a spot for you and Danielle. And it's good to go unless you don't want to go. You just have to pay your way. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll pay my way to go see Ghostbusters. So from then on, I just assumed my experience with the movie was completely tainted. And that I was going to enjoy it much more than it probably was worth. So it wasn't until... Later on, we can get to it, but I saw it with Rebecca. That I was like, okay, cool. It's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we flew out early on Friday, and we spent the day in Wizard World, which was... The uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah, I called it the wrong name a lot of different ways. <laughs> I'm never going to get it right. Uh, Danielle was pretty stoked on that. Um, I'm sure you guys know some of the stuff already, but the thing... She geeked out on the ride, and... She was able to go on that twice. The first time we waited in line for like fucking 90 minutes. It was ridiculous. And then the she bought one of the magic wands you get out there. And at different points in the park, you stand on different icons. And you do different spells. And then all the stuff in the window display moves and does different oh, God things. God damn it. What's so, I, I, asked her, I, no. I asked her how Harry Potter Land was. She was like, it was amazing. I bought a wand and I cried a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was... So that was Friday. <laughs> that's that would that if I were to go to Harry Potter Land, that's yep. what my experience would be. It was cool, and especially as an outsider perspective, I watched the first two to try to like get some more perspective of it. But seeing how much she was enjoying it was super cool, and it was funny because we'd go to these spots, and there'd be like a nine-year-old, a seven-year-old, a nine-year-old, and then Danielle behind him. Like, <laughs> Hurry up! I gotta do this. Um, so after that. Probably one of the cooler moments for me, uh, we stayed at the, the Hollywood Roosevelt because I'm really lazy and it was across the street from the event. And in the lobby... It just sounds like good planning. Well, I was just... Because we were like, we could do this or this or save money this way. And I was like, fuck that. I don't want to have to walk far with the proton pack. Let's just let's just stay across the street. Yeah. You pay money for convenience, really. Exactly. And uh, super snazzy hotels is... Oh, man. Uh, remind me to tell you about the swimming story. Jesus Christ. But... So Friday night, the lobby was all locked down, and when we checked in, they had warned us that there was going to be a lot of noise from a party, and we'd say, well, what's the party? So it's the Ghostbusters, the celebrity after party is going to be here. Nice. You're so, like, yes, yeah, go like, on. How do we get in? So then Friday night, they had started setting up everything, and they had a bunch of displays with the jumpsuits and all the props and the proton packs just hanging around. Uh, so that was very cool. Check that stuff out. Um, Saturday... We woke up early because the event wasn't until 4 that night. And I don't know why I thought this. We're like, okay, well, last night we checked out the hotel and, like, the pool was empty. It was this nice big pool. Let's go swimming tomorrow. It'll be fun. And I just, I don't know why. I thought that this is going to be, like, nobody. It's just a hotel on Saturday morning. 
and it was fucking packed. It's like Hollywood Boulevard, and there was people on all of the chairs, and then all behind the chairs were all these towels down, right? But there were only three people in the pool. <laughs> the place was fucking packed, and no one was swimming. And the people swimming were only like floating near the edges, flirting with the people on the outside of the pool, and they were everybody was drinking, like everybody. And all of them were over thirty. It was like thirty to forty. And it just blew my mind. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So we got in the pool and just floated around and made fun of everybody. Missed the sign that he walked by that said "Single Saturday." <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was super. Missed the weird. sign that said "Somebody pooped in here earlier." <laughs> yeah, maybe. Ah, I was so cool with it. That's a lot of chlorine. Yeah. Um, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. I don't, go sw- I don't go swimming often. I don't usually. Um, You'll get a letter. <laughs> like two weeks from now with like a little cream packet that you need to apply to your genitalia. <laughs> There's some outbreak. How did so you know? Our records, yeah. our records indicate you stayed at our hotel. Yeah. <laughs> so then uh, that evening, we walk across the street and they shut down Hollywood Boulevard. They put down a black carpet that had a green slime dripped all down it that turned into a green carpet. Gross, why didn't they clean it up? <laughs> oh! Huh. Good one, good one. <laughs> so in the- <laughs> you look so oh sad. <laughs> I'm just listening to Lucas's story. So in the... <laughs> in the- trying to. <laughs> Who invited Rebecca? I'm sorry, go on. <laughs> no, no, no. I appreciate the interruptions. That's really helpful for thinking. <laughs> So I can keep interrupting. Just lose your fucking voice. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit. Middle of the red carpet or green carpet, they built a firehouse. And in the firehouse was like the DJ, and then they had a giant stay puffed and the Ecto one. Uh, and then they shuttled us around the back, and there was two or three hundred people dressed up as Ghostbusters. It was fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you cool. were one of them. Coolest yeah. experience of my life. It was fucking stupid. It was just one of those. I imagine, like, when you do the Pokemon, like, at certain points, you're just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this. So we go in the back. I get checked in. And I get my bracelet. And then they have us going through security. And they've got the security guard that's, like, patting everybody down, right? And so the Ghostbuster uniform, you've got elbow pads. And so the security guard just starts, like, groping the fuck out of these elbow yeah, pads on yeah. me to try to find my gun, you know? I'm like, it's not there. But the as my arms are out and he's doing this, I was like, dude. Is this like the weirdest day of your job? <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, it's it's pretty weird." And he started laughing. He's like, "Just go ahead." You're fine. <laughs> and it was ridiculous. So then we sat there for ever, but that was super cool and saw the celebrities come through and I don't know, a lot of cool I stuff happened. Colton got his. So Colton had made. So Colton is a member of. The He's the SLC president Ghost, or the president of the SLC Ghostbusters. Is that their? That's crazy because he's only a baby. He's like 12. He's like 22 now. 12, yeah. Yeah, that's a whole story. So he's in charge of this. He built a new reboot pack without the gun, and he got it signed by Kate McKinnon and Kristen Wiig. And then some asshole put a band sticker over Kristen Wiig's signature. Yeah, pulled some of it up. It's still a lot there. Yeah, he posted a picture. I'm like, oh, it looks looks great. Why did someone put a fucking sticker on it? Because people are dicks. Uh, You're walking down Hollywood Boulevard. Someone just slapped it on there as he walked by. That place is a shithole. Yeah, Uh, it's L.A. It's one giant festering shithouse. That's California. Yeah, there's better San parts. Diego's nice. I hate California. Keeps interrupting and making jerk off. Do you know what that means? This 
Like a shake weight? Yeah, you're going. <laughs> Just do it twice and stuff. That's... Yeah, more than that, it gets yeah. weird for everybody. And don't make eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, fucking Rebecca, I don't remember Sorry. where was. There's a so dog to distract her go, now. Yeah. yeah, we went through everything. Uh, saw the celebrities come through. Colton was on the front row, so we got a bunch of signatures. And then the MC guy was dressed up in just a flight suit, and he took Colton's – he asked. He took Colton's proton pack, and he was wearing it around, and then he started plugging the Ghostbusters of Salt Lake a bunch, and, oh, that's cool. which was cool. So that was a lot of fun, but it was also – I don't. this is like a separate conversation, but you know, I've gone to Bryce Canyon or different national monuments, and it's you're there for this big – experience and look at this beautiful land and Hollywood is so weird because it's like look at these people like there are people here yeah it's like who fucking cares that's cool I guess Dan Eckert showed up um Ernie Hudson Ivan Reitman you didn't see Bill Murray but I didn't figure we would and then after that they shuttled us up many flights of stairs to this rooftop party where they had pizza and games and that was pretty fun um and then after that it was at the top of this wax museum so then you had like 200 Ghostbusters going down through this wax museum with all these like creepy, you know, Patrick Stewart. And I have all these photos of people like taking <laughs> candid photos with all these <laughs> wax museums and Ghostbuster outfits. So that was cool. Uh, dropped off my equipment and then we went to the premiere, which was crazy. I've never seen a movie like that. The setup they have at the Chinese theater is one in seven in the nation. And I've never seen a 3D movie that I thought, holy shit, this is fucking incredible. So we show up there, we're waiting in line, we get in, and again, security. And this time they've got metal detectors. <laughs> and so we're going through these metal detectors, and every person going through is beeping. And like Danielle makes a joke, like, yep, another person, another person. <laughs> and we were at the front of the line, and the guy's rifling through some girl's bag, and she says, like, yeah, I've got a phone, and I've got this. And he said, you, know, you don't have a gun, I don't care, just go. Just, and, just go. <laughs> and then he looks over at the line, he said, stop going through the metal detector, just go around, like, I don't care, just go. <laughs> <laughs> Poor planning. I do not get paid enough. <laughs> yeah, and like, what were they, it was just a big room of Ghostbusters. Yeah. I mean, so then right before the movie, Paul Feig showed up, the director and co-writer of the movie, and he introduced the movie to us, and he was really cool. And he uh, he talked about how he was never he's never been more nervous to show a movie to anybody, <laughs> and so he hung out for a bit, and took some pictures, and then he took off, saw the movie, which we'll all talk about, and then I got back at like one in the morning, and that was it, and then Sunday was a whole other day, but it was crazy. How much weird Ghostbusters sex do you think was going on in that after party? Fuck so much. So much, right? Just unzipping flight suits. Just Ectoplasm. <laughs> and that was the funny thing at the celebrity party is like, we walked through the, there's an upstairs that you could look down on it. And there were people in there, but there wasn't a lot of people. And we, somebody ran into Paul Feig and asked if he was going, no, it was Dan Aykroyd. And he was like, yeah, maybe, I don't know. And it seems like the after party was for everybody but the celebrities because mm. you had like these weird Hollywood type people just hanging out on couches and it was creepy. Smarmy. Yeah, it was very like. So, uh, should so we, we talk about it. the movie? I, I would love to talk about the movie. So it sucked. I mean, I think we're all in agreement there, right? I actually have legitimate problems with the movie. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. How do we want like to start it's this? so. This thing is, I think there's two different kinds of like. I didn't like most of Paul Feig's stuff anyway. Like, I didn't like Spy. I fell asleep in that movie. I was bored out of my don't mind. don't like fun things. No, I like different kinds of things. This isn't my style of humor. Like, you guys all loved Holtzman, and I thought she was the worst part of the movie. I'm in agreement yeah. there. I... It's, I'm going to make facial expressions, yeah. and I'm going to be so random and silly. It's just not my kind of thing. 
It's not at all. When do we kill him? <laughs> That's, there's other parts Ameri- of the movie that America, I liked. And he's entitled to his There opinion. were um, <laughs> some definite editing problems. Like you can tell that they had a whole different storyline that they cut out of the movie. Like what? From the, so the whole the third act. Yeah, like the whole thing with Chris Hemsworth, like, I'm going to be, I, it's, I should be a ghost. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Where, all of a sudden, he, just, he, all of yeah. sudden he wants to be a Ghostbuster when they've just had him being dumb yeah. for the while. Like, there's no connection there. Right. And so there's obviously something cut there. There's a whole huge dance sequence that they cut out, which, thank God, they cut that out. Yeah. It was, what? It was, it was the one playing during the credits. No, I know. It was, I want a whole movie of that. No, see, I want for the credits. That's, yeah, it's, yeah, that's we're, not we're something. If credits. that would have been in the movie, I probably would have walked out. And then the Kristen Wiig, why she's at the hotel or wherever she is. They don't really explain why she's yeah, separate from the There's a lot of stuff that, yeah, they didn't explain. And it's it's there. And so I think that if there's like a director's cut, it'll make a lot more sense. But that shit drives me nuts. Like, that was my big problem with um, this movie is a gazillion times better than Batman versus Superman. Like I still enjoyed it, but there's some big time pacing problems that they were. You can tell they were forced to cut a lot of the story elements that they had out of it. And when you can notice cuts, it just I'm just done. Okay, so Grandpa Nick aside, <laughs> <laughs> so I saw it and I loved it. And but I felt like I said that the deck was stacked in my favor. There was no way I wasn't gonna like it. So Rebecca. Then I got to go see it on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, Rebecca, she's okay with the originals, but she's not a fanatic. What is she going to think? You're just a little Ghostbuster floozy just walking around with everybody going to see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's like... You going to see Ghostbusters? Oh, come I got a text Thursday night. Are you going to go see Ghostbusters tomorrow? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I wanted to go see it again, and I knew he was going to go see it. I didn't know you guys were going to go see it. Because I think everyone's Ghostbuster story is going to start off with, so me and Rebecca will <laughs> I want to see it a million more times. It's one of my new favorite movies. The thing that I love most about the movie, because like going and being part of the experience, because I kind of, I didn't have such a cool experience like Lucas did. Like I didn't go to LA or anything, but I did like go to the screening on Tuesday in my Ghostbusters get up and hung out with the Ghostbusters and it was a lot of fun, and you know, people are like, "Oh my God, love your love your costume! Can we get your picture?" Pew pew pew. They're finger, finger guns. guns. It was mostly little girls that were like, "Pew pew pew! I want your photo." <laughs> yeah, and like that was really cool. So it was like a really cool experience, and I have been waiting for this movie because I because I just hate that like you know the internet's like, oh, "Suck a dick, Ghostbusters ladies," and um, I was really nervous, but. Ain't no bitch is gonna hunt. Ain't no, no ghost. bitch is gonna hunt no ghosts. But after hearing like the initial reviews, that it was actually pretty good, I my hopes got up like just a little bit more. So going into the movie, I loved it. I thought it was one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. I think it's just different types of humor. To- totally. So like like what you were saying is uh, the beginning with Jared from Silicon Valley. That. Was hilarious. I mean, set was really the movie fun. for me. Like honestly, I was not excited to see uh, this movie the at all. The house has a face bidet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they had continued with that same kind of humor throughout the movie, then I probably would have liked it more. But it changed styles quite a bit and was more like an SNL sketch for a lot of it. But the, that was his Irish fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Him at, seeing him at the beginning made me super happy. There's a bunch of HBO people in it. Mm-hmm. Had Omar from Omar, The Wire yeah. and uh, Mike from Veep. Yep. Yeah, the casting was pretty crazy on that. The, so you you dug it. I dug it. And the thing that absolutely slayed me, like I was legitimately ready to cry, was when the whole audience applauded as the credits started to roll. Because to me, that's the biggest fuck you to everyone who like shat all over this movie before they even saw it. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. Everyone is so happy and it's good. <laughs> Except Nick. Which brings up another, why Why do and people applaud in movies? I hate people that applaud like, in movies. Go fuck yourself. This was a special occasion, though. Like, no. at, like at spe- you- when people applaud at dumb fucking, like, when I went to go see um, Transformers 3, and it was, like, the 4th of July or something, people were applauding. And I'm like, why? Yes. But, it, <laughs> but because this is a more of a special occasion, and it's a, you know, press screening special premiere, I think applauding at the end is okay. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but movies, like, back in the day... There was somebody that had a, like a tape recording, just an audio recording. A kid went and saw Star Wars opening weekend, and he had an audio recording. And back then, people would talk during the movie, and they would hoot and holler at different parts, and they would clap. So they would be interacting with the show the entire time, which now, like, you'd get fucking shot. And then at Rightfully the end, the so. cast takes a bow and thanks you. No. For, exactly. Why are you clapping? <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. I don't. But what about okay? So like, what about at a Sundance movie when the ca- when the cast and the director is there? That's a com- that's totally special different. circumstances. Yeah, like so I said, this, there, this is a special screening? circumstance. There was maybe eight people in the theater, and they clapped. No, okay, yours. Yeah, and I walked up to the little kid, <laughs> and him told him he's an nose. idiot, and explained that no one is going to respond to your clap. I it did does nothing. How old uh, is this kid? Get ready for a life of just. <laughs> That. Just that. Uh, Your actions mean nothing. When I was leaving, there was one other. So yeah, there's eight people, and there was a guy and his girlfriend or wife or whatever that stayed to the very end to watch the, the post thing. And at the end, I hear him like, "So actually, Gozer and Zul," and he just starts explaining. I was dying. I was like, "Oh God, I wish." Fuck. Okay. <laughs> it was such like I seriously. He's just like. Had this pretentious <laughs> voice and was just like, oh, and what? It was Lucas Resplate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Rebecca, you see. Yeah, for like 20 solid minutes after the movie, he kept explaining Bill Murray this and da 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 Dan Aykroyd this and the, the original movie. Why did we spend 20 minutes together after the movie? I couldn't find my car. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, that after credit sequence is kind of one of the reasons it's cool. I talked to Tyson, I think, a little bit. Is there ideas and rumors that that's how the movies are going to kind of tie together, but not really? Is the Gozer tried in the 84 universe and now it's trying in this one? Which could be a cool way to do it. It's so fucking awesome. I told Tyson that and he jizzed all over the phone and then my phone got gross. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It was all caps. All caps jizz. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you were sitting next to him while he was texting me the whole time. That makes you were fun. texting him during the movie? No, is that the. When Everybody the texts me during oh, movies. Yeah. When the credits were rolling, I text him. I text Lucas during the movie. But then after yeah, that, when everybody told me about part, the, like, that's what you came through with? <laughs> so, what did <laughs> Tiffany think? Uh, she really liked it. Uh, she just barely saw the originals like a couple years ago when we watched them together. She'd never seen them before that. So, I don't think her excitement level going into it was. Like, she wanted to see it, and right. she liked all the other Paul Feig movies that he's done, so she, she was, she thought, she'd seen the trailer, she thought it looked cool, she was excited to go see it. Um, but she really, really enjoyed it. Um, I don't know what else to say beyond that. I was just curious what she thought. Yeah. What, what did you think, Jizz Factory? Oh, I fucking <laughs> loved it. So I watched the originals, I watched both Ghostbusters 1 and 2 the day before, just because I'm like, I'm going to get my head in the right space for this, and also because... I wanted to be fresh on the movies to like catch any like comparisons or like winks and nods to, to the movies. Well, that kind of stuff wasn't even subtle. Like, no, it, it was not at all. Like, painfully. Like the second t- the second time through, because there are one or two people who are like the fan service was too much, and I, the first time through I thought it was just the right amount, but the second time I did notice, especially during the climax, I'm like, okay, this is it's a bit a much, tad much. Like I don't know, 
I didn't, I just, like, it's fine, but there's also a lot of things that I think it could have been a much tighter and better movie if they'd have gotten rid of. Like, the villain doesn't make sense to me at all. But like the Reddit neckbeard. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say he very much well, represents like, he, all these douchers. Well, he doesn't have, but he has no. It's just, I was bullied. What's your? Who the fuck are you, dude? Like, what is? I want to know why this guy is doing this, and I think that there's a lot that was left on like the cutting room floor. There's so there's two things there. There will be a director's cut. Paul Feig said it's like 15 to 20 minutes longer that will be. Released. I feel like it needs to be an hour longer to make up for a lot of the story gaps. And then also. Um, there was this. There's this guy that does reviews. His name is like Movie Bob or some stupid YouTube thing, but he's pretty intelligent and uh, he's a Ghostbusters fan. And going into it, he said, "Listen, this movie was good, not great, but we were all anticipating the the there. There was every reason for this movie to suck. It's not the original cast. It's a different director. It's a different generation, and it's an older franchise. And these things never work. And they built characters that I'm interested in seeing what happens with next. And so that's the most that I could have asked for. So I'm stoked for it." And that's kind of where I. And I think that's I think that's kind of where my expectations were too, because like I said, I think it was an excellent movie. Like I don't think it was perfect by any stretch of the imagination. There was a couple parts that were kind of like whatever, but Mm. I don't know. I moved past it. Like, all right, I got I got to just talk about this part. Holtzman's moment during the climax with her pistols was fucking. Badass. He came. She, yeah, like all I was like two hard. seats away. Yeah, it was, it, she got some. And splash. you still got it. I told her she was in the splash zone. Like, why is it green? <laughs> Ectoplasm. But like that was antibiotics. <laughs> I, I will say this: like, I don't want to compare this with the original because I, to me, you're comparing. Even though it's Ghostbusters, it's kind of comparing apples to oranges. You're you're going towards a different audience. It's a different time. It's it's just different. The, that moment with Holtzman during the climax, and aside from the mo- the fact that the climax of the movie was totally different than what was in the original Ghostbusters, it was a lot more muted and everything. But right. it was so cool to see her like pull those pistols out, at those proton pistols, and just start wrecking shit with the ghosts. Yeah, some people, I think, some really hardcore Ghostbuster fans who maybe have a chip on the shoulder will have a huge problem with that, and probably about that whole third act in general and the way that they're using some of the the gadgets and stuff that they have at their disposal but that's something you don't have in the original movie is like a big exciting bombastic climax and i'm not saying every movie needs that and it's not right for everything but for me it worked in this movie and it was a lot of fun seeing all of those ghosts that making jokes about killing pilgrims and stuff like that right so i thought that was a lot of fun the the original movie is very much more they're standing on top of a building and kind of bantering back and forth with the bad guy and shooting their protons the hope of the first one was the second, this movie didn't do it as much, and I thought this movie was great. The first one was supposed to be an escalation. They wanted to get to the third act and have a giant marshmallow man walking down the center of New York and not have anybody be like, what the fuck? This, but right. have that be like the big punchline of the movie. Yeah. That's the joke. Right. This movie doesn't build up to a big joke like that. Right. It just builds up to a, the climax. It builds up to a fight. Like, what, I, what I really liked, too, is um, the movie doesn't focus on we're girls and we're doing science like we are overcoming no, yeah. a lot it was just like we're girls and we do this thing that's it and nobody gave a shit though nobody that's gave a shit we don't believe in anything you have to say but like the like the only were... like the only girl bashing that really happened was like the quippy one-liners like ain't no bitches gonna hunt no ghosts right or like shoot like girls or like in the climax when rowan's like you shoot like girls Which and y'all are late fit with the movie like that it guy went, fit. he all of a sudden was like super, like super jokey. misogynistic. Well, and like he was all of a sudden, he's like super jokey and outgoing, where before he was just this creepy, weird dude. 
Well, being in Chris Hemsworth's body will <laughs> give you that just confidence. Just embodies you with confidence. Yeah. But then they shoot him in the dick, which yeah, that was. If that you're was a funny. if you're a lady, that that's fucking hilarious. And especially Patty afterwards, like that's where you wanted us to shoot him, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I thought it was funny. I, I, I. But a giant ghost doesn't have balls. I know, but it's still like. I, also, it, ghosts aren't real. Yeah, but State Puff, <laughs> they make a joke about State Puff getting laid. It's yeah, not exactly. Yeah. Like they, they say he's a sailor. It's New York. Yeah. Um. I did, there was a couple, I think, when in the end of the film when he did say you shoot like girls, that to me was like, okay, we've made enough like kind of winks and nods to the fact that like they're girls and they're badasses because mm-hmm. you had the comments on the webpage. You know, well, even, he even film. has that line like they, they're women always late, probably couldn't decide which dirty jumpsuit to wear. Yeah, and, and I thought that was funny up to a point because like where they sprinkled them in a little bit to kind of like. To me, it was almost just a slap in the face to anyone that's been talking this movie before they even seen they'd even seen it. But at, once he said that, I was kind of like, "Okay, we get it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like we, we get that they're women and they're you know they're kicking ass. Like, we don't need we don't need that misogynistic counterpoint to illustrate that. Like they we've been with these characters through this whole movie now. They're there. They're established. We're in, we're involved. You don't need to remind us anymore. Like I, it was just like one joke." Not too many, but just kind of like okay, good enough. Yeah, we got it. Like we get it, we get it. Yeah. Um, I, my main problems with it, I just, like it wasn't anything with the actresses. Like I actually, I didn't think I was gonna like Leslie Jones, and she ended up being my favorite. She's so funny. I didn't either. I was worried they were uh-huh. gonna go to like stereotypical. I don't think her SNL shit's funny at all. She's very hit or miss because so she has a stand-up special on Netflix that I was like perusing Netflix and her stand. I think it's a couple years old, and it, that's not. Her type of humor, not my type of humor, which is why I don't think she's really funny on Saturday Night Live. But I thought she was great. She was great in, in it. And yeah, I didn't like but what I was like worried about going into it. I wasn't like after coming out of it, I was like, OK, all those things were fine. But I have a list of other things that I just didn't like. And, and, that's, and that's. But I also I look at movies a lot different because of my job, I think, ruins me. Because right. I'm staring at the effects half the time, and I'm like, oh, why isn't there light? Or, God damn it, stop thinking about that. See, this is your opinion, and it's fine. And it, but it's seen, wrong. Yeah, no, <laughs> but it's right, and you're wrong. You've also seen the movie now. It has nothing to do with the cast. Like, no, there's nothing wrong with the cast. Out there, like, you still have people actively going to the Rotten Tomatoes user reviews, the IMDb user reviews, like the Google user reviews of this film, and actively, they haven't even seen it yet. Like they, Their tickets are purchased for Saturday night. And they're going out there and giving it one star ratings to drag it down. Doesn't matter as long as they buy a ticket. Yeah, well, but that's the thing. Like that to try to prevent. But you know, these same people are going to see it even if it's out of morbid curiosity. Even if in their heads they know for sure it's going to be a pile of shit, and they're completely convinced of it because ain't no bitches can ain't gonna bust no ghosts. You know, like. There's a great five thirty eight about the problem with the and Ghostbusters illustrates really well of the problem with movie review aggregate sites. Is they're all terrible and they swing a different way. IMDb is usually the worst. Yeah. And Everything Fandango right is way, way, way too high because uh-huh. they're trying to sell you movie tickets. Yeah. So, course. yeah. Yeah, looking at that's pretty interesting to see just how much people well, skew reviews. Back to the Future, the first one on IMDb, it's like a 2.5. I'm like, fuck you. Back to the Future is <laughs> 2. Maybe Back to the Future Part 3. Maybe. But- when I was leaving through the parking garage, did the parking attendant talk to you at all? Mm-mm. So the parking attendant, I don't know why, but he was he was standing in front of this kiosk that you do yourself, and he was taking people's tickets and putting it in, kind of right a thing. <laughs> why? 
Why? Because <laughs> Gateway's stupid. So some old dude. And so I pulled up and I saw my jumpsuit on. And he's like, oh, a lot of people seeing that Ghostbusters movie. And I said, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. He's like, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know. And <gasps> I could feel him building up towards it. I'm like, it was a lot of fun. He's like, yeah, but they got they got chick Ghostbusters, man. <laughs> and so I just, I'm like, your, your job has been replaced. You're fucking standing here trying to take it back. And you're telling me now <laughs> that this is like, girls can't be. And so I just, I'm like. Who gives a shit, dude? And then I drove off, and I was yeah. like, shut the fuck up. Well, I'm so a, sick of hearing people talk about it. Some of the user like reviews were, like, claiming that this is, like, a man-hating movie. It's not at all. No, mm-hmm. like, not at all. And, and that's, But that's also what I'm saying, though, about kind of, like, the uh, the jokes that were sprinkled in the movie to, to illustrate the fact, like, the misogyny and stuff like that that's gone on outside of the movie. Mm-hmm. Is like, I feel like there's a point where if you put too much of that in there, you're going to play into the hands of the people who are claiming this to someone who's too much attention. It's too much attention to it. Like, it's kind of don't feed the trolls, right? Sort of thing. Well, and the Mm -hmm. whole reason, because like when they cast the movie, they were casting it to make a new Ghostbusters movie, and the four perfect roles just happened to be for women. Like, the four actors. um, who were going to do the best just happened to be women. It's not like they were intentionally going for an all female cast. He was. Or was he? Yeah, Paul Feig. Paul Feig. Oh, because I'm that... not saying that to be like, but that's Paul Feig. And Actually, what is the Kate Pold? I think so. Kate, Kate Kate Dippled. Dippled, yeah. They both they wanted to do, and the reason Paul Feig that's did kind it, of their which is MO. genius, is because mm-hmm. if we do a male cast, people are going to compare them to the original Ghostbusters. And when Ivan Reitman was trying to do a Ghostbusters three with the different scripts, when they went to, you know, like. Ben Stiller back in the day or these different male actors they all said I want nothing to do with that mm-hmm. thank you but I will not be the guy that ruins Ghostbusters mm. but Paul, Paul um Rudd, Paul Rudd turned down a Ghostbusters 3 role and it was for that he went on like he was quoted as saying like I love Ghostbusters and I love this franchise and I would love nothing more than to be a part of it I am terrified I can't do it like mm-hmm. it terrifies me too much to step into those yeah. boots, and that's kind of the, re- the response they got from any big name actor. At that Which is time. Oh, why interesting. it's even more badass that these four women were like, "No, fuck that, we're gonna do this." Well, that and they were making a Ghostbusters movie. They weren't mm-hmm. making a women bashing men, and also they happen to be Ghostbusters movie. They were making a straight up Ghostbusters movie. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing more, nothing less. And yeah. Well, and in, in uh, I don't know if you guys read it. The, I don't was, know what you think, John. He's just over here silently stewing. <laughs> like, he fell asleep uh, during it. I want to say like just for like five minutes, it was circumstantial. <laughs> it was not. Um, I think it was like on Gawker or something like that. There was an extended interview with Ivan Reitman, um, but essentially like it was during a press junket, and it was like the this this interviewer was like the last one to go, and so they're supposed to just you know tell us about the movie, like kind of just typical stuff. But they ended up like hanging out for like an hour and just BSing because there was no one else behind, and Ivan Reitman was just like BSing with them. Really, and he was talking about. Um, like the development of Ghostbusters three and how like Bill Murray alone was pretty much like like he wasn't shit talking. Yeah, I read Bill that Murray. article. Yeah, yeah, he was just kind of saying like Bill didn't want to do it. Like he had moved. He this isn't where he's at in his career anymore. It's not something he wants to do. But also they got such a good deal from Paramount when Ghostbusters came out that Ivan Reitman, Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, and Bill Murray all owned Ghostbusters. And so if for anything to move forward in Greenlight, it had to be a unanimous decision. And so essentially what happened is Ivan Reitman went to Sony and said, here's what I'm thinking for a deal. I want all of us to be taken care of forever. Like if we never work again, like I want us to make enough money off of this Ghostbusters deal that we never have to work again if, if that ends up being the case. But then this will allow you guys to have property of Ghostbusters and you can move forward and greenlight whatever movie it is you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
without us having to give you a unanimous yes. And mm-hmm. so he kind of went behind every not behind everyone's back makes it sound negative, but he kind of went and like got the deal to where he thought it should be. And then he approached Dan, Bill, and Harold Ramis's estate. Yeah, because this was just after Harold died. Yeah, and he said, this is the deal that I've worked out, and this is what I think we should do, and I think this is good for the franchise. And everyone signed off on it. And he said it was actually the fastest response he ever got from Bill Murray. He said Bill turned around in like two days and gave him his blessing. So anyway, it's it's a real interesting read. Um, I would definitely check it out. But he did talk about how in Ghostbusters 3, like they wanted a more diverse cast that they would pass the torch to and he's like we even talked about like you know we recognize that it was for men but that's just the way it turned out we were friends and this was a movie we wanted to make it wasn't any sort of commentary but he talked about trying in Ghostbusters 3 to make it a little bit more yeah they were looking to mix it up some yeah but it's so before we wrap up I want to know what John thinks since he was nice enough to hang out I mean it was a fine movie you know like it wasn't the greatest thing i've ever seen it's not gonna win an academy award for best picture Probably best not. editing but like it was fine <laughs> it wasn't i don't know am i the only one who like doesn't give a shit that they're women like that was not nobody even, here gives a shit no, yeah shit. it was who the only cares? reason i give a shit is because female empowerment yay yes hashtag Female Ghostbusters well, like, matter. Like it's. <laughs> well, like there was a whole there's a whole thing again about like is Kate McKinnon's character like is Jillian gay, and that's the thing where I'm like, why the fuck does it Who matter? Who cares? Yeah. yeah. It's irrelevant to anything in the yeah. movie. I laughed. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed myself. I wasn't mad. I spent money to go. You know, like that's <laughs> yeah. that's it for me. I don't know. I'm not passionate about Ghostbusters. I want to do more movie reviews with John. Just, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually really angry. I spent money, and yeah. that's usually what it comes down to. Like, I got talked into seeing Independence Day. Ooh. Oh boy. Holy fuck! I have never been so angry in my entire <laughs> life. The movie ended, and I stood up and screamed. That was a pile of shit at the screen. So I guess I'm guilty, like, applauding. I yelled at the screen. Special And, yeah, like, the little kid next to me was like, yeah, the movie fucking sucked. It was, like, we're all in agreement. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen. I don't know why I went on this tangent, but there, there was, Don't see little, Independence Day. Speaking of little kids swearing when we were going to see Ghostbusters yesterday, there was, like, a bunch of, like, little girls' soccer teams, but – the little brother of one of these girls, he must have been like three or something. He's like, Jesus, why did we move here? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know the context of your story, bro, but that's the best thing I've ever heard. And he's three. He's got like, like 15 years of resentment to build up before he goes to college. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, I would say... I, I, go see it. Go see I think it. it's worth yeah, seeing. No. Like, even like with some of the gripes and everything, like I think it's well worth a, a movie, well worth your dollar to go see. Support the franchise. I think there's a lot of exciting things coming. From, hit, it was worth IMAX, my nine dollars. Hit the IMAX 3D if you're looking for do a funner version. It's awesome. And I don't give a shit about 3D. Fair enough. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us at contact at bigshinyrobot.com or tweet at us on Twitter at BigShinyRobot. Hashtag BigShinyPodcast. We'd love to hear from our listeners. The Big Shiny Podcast is brought to you in part by our sponsors, The Bohemian Brewery, SuperheroStuff.com, and SecretCompassOnline.com. If you enjoy our podcast, be sure to also check out our friends over at the Through Being Cool Podcast, Coffee Out Delete Podcast, Hello Sweetie Podcast, Full of Sith Podcast, and my podcast, Two Shots.